And that is, on the one hand, the more clear physically we make the element of the miracle, the more it's something which is tangible, so to speak, whether it's something which people can hear or they can see visual evidence of. So then you get the second part of the question. And that is, if that's the case, it makes Hashem look like He's doing something physical. Just like we heard Hashem's voice. So why isn't it applying physical property to Hashem? And this is what the Kuzari asks. In Peiches, Amar HaKuzari, Misha Shemeh Divreichem. Anyone who would listen to what you're saying, Ki Halekim Diberim Amuneichem, that Hashem spoke to all of you, V'kosav Lehem Luchos V'zulaz, and He wrote Luchos for you. If that's the case, you're saying Hashem is doing physical activities, Hadin Imoi, He would be right in saying, Sheyichas Aleichem Dasa Akshama. That you consider Hashem to be something physical, something Gashmi. Why? Because you, so to speak, attributing physical activities to Hashem. And, One can't blame you for that, because if this is what happens, then you're recounting an incident which was witnessed by so many people, but in the Svara of it, in the Svara of it, it doesn't make sense. We don't see Hashem as being physical. And that's what he says, even though we can't argue with the factual evidence, but we're saying something which doesn't fit with the something which doesn't fit with the understanding. Because like we've said before, twice in the Kazari already came to this point, and that is to ascribe physical properties to Hashem isn't logical. So basically the argument of the king is to the Kachem, that's exactly what you're doing. By making Matan Torah something which was visible, tangible, that they could hear and see, so to speak, so it makes it look like Hashem was doing physical things. Now, before we read inside the Kuzari's answer, which is going to explain to us two important principles, the first point of what he's going to say is something we already started talking about outside last time. When we just explained in advance where the argument's going to go, I'm going to repeat that point again, and you'll see it inside. And that is, there's a big difference between ascribing physical properties to Hashem himself or to things Hashem can do. So like we said, no one ever saw Hashem. It's impossible. The Pasuk makes it clear. You didn't see a vision of anything. Because seeing would be seeing Hashem, and that's impossible. Hashem is not physical. Whereas hearing, they heard Hashem speak. Because then it's not hearing Hashem, it's the call that Hashem wanted them to hear. And if that's the case, it's not, so to speak, it's describing something physical to Hashem. It's more that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can make an effect physically which people can hear. And if they could hear the, what Hashem wants them to hear, the Debris, they could hear that. Just like, like we saw in the Targum, you understand, that they were shown the words of the Aserah Debris in letters of fire in the sky. It wasn't seeing Hashem. It was seeing the Debris that Hashem said. And again, that's the difference. What Hashem says, what Hashem wants people to hear or see, they can hear and see. But that doesn't mean Hashem in essence, Hashem himself. And now that's basically what the, the Chacham is going to answer. And that is Hakshama, which means, assuming HaKadosh Baruch Hu has physical properties, means Hashem himself has physical properties. And that's Chas that's, that's against one of the principles of Yiddishkeit. Right? The fact that Hashem can do things which make physical difference, we see that the whole time. If Hashem is running his world, he's making physical things happen. That doesn't, just because Hashem can do things which will affect the physical world, doesn't mean we are assuming that Hashem Himself is in any way physical. 
Now, that's the first part of the argument. The second part is to explain so how does he do it. How does spiritual translate into physical? In other words, how does a spiritual entity cause things to happen which have a physical nature? This is more of a Akshava style question, and that's, what the, that's the second point that the Chachim is going to address. That inside now, we would include a principle which is not true, and part of what we say we saw at Harsinai. And the Torah will say that Klai Yisrael gave evidence to something which we know is not true. Hashem is not physical. And not only that, within the Aseret Sadibris itself, the Dibra we heard Hashem say is that Hashem is not physical. That's the first Dibra. And the second Dibur, the prohibition of worshipping idolatry. And and making any physical form of representation of something, which means to give physical properties or symbols to something spiritual. Now let me explain something. What he's being Miramisti has the biggest side that the Ramban explains. Because what the Rabbi Levi is saying. And that is we must understand that when there was the Yetzir Hora of Avodah in the world, and there were idolaters, and they had made themselves all the images of the statues or the idols, whatever it's going to be, we're going to call it, no one ever believed for a second that the statue they created had any spiritual properties. And they created something which was man-made, and uh, no, no, one, no one really believed that a statue could do something. We're not talking about that level of so to speak, stupidity. So what were they doing? What were they doing? They were building something to represent a spiritual force which they wanted to work with. But being as a spiritual force is an abstract, so they wanted to bring it down to some physical representation of that force. And the best example of this, the Ramban's example, is it says that the Mitzrim worshipped the sheep. That's why the Kovim Pesach was a sheep. That's why there's a number of times in Chumash Bereshis that Tovah Mitzrim called its son. The, they worship the sheep. That doesn't mean they worship the animal. A sheep is a defenseless, weak animal. What it means is, like the Rabban explains, that the first of the twelve mazalas, the twelve constellations, which take, which uh, circle every year in the Shemaim, the first of them is the mazal, the mazal of Nisan is the mazal of the Tle, the mazal of the sheep. Now, there were certain spiritual koichas which come down through the stars, like the Rabban explains, and therefore what the Mitzrim saw themselves as being the first world empire, so they understood that the Hashpah and Mitzrayim is coming from the first of the Mazalis. They understood that the Mazalis each represent different, uh, different uh, nations, different Sarim, and therefore they were the first ones, so they're the sheep. And therefore, what they were really, so to speak, worshipping was the Koyach of the Mazal Tle. But the sheep here is a representation of the same thing. And therefore, they made the sheep into something, so to speak, sacred because it was reminiscent of, or it was a model for, a symbol of what they really worshipped. Of course, the Hamoin Am, who didn't understand much, and this was always a danger, so they looked at the statue as being something divine. But the, the, whoever, the architects of whatever religion it was never assumed that to happen. That was just the misunderstanding which came about, came about as a result. So why is the Torah asked that? Well, why can't we make a representation for Hashem also? So this is the Dover Omek. Not, why, well, the reason it's also is because when a person looks for a physical way to represent something spiritual, Be'etzim what he's doing is 
he's minimizing the spiritual into the physical. That now I see the physical as being the entity, and I don't see the spiritual behind it. If you want an example of that, that again, the, the, this is something the Chacham himself is going to explain later. A human being is a composite of physical and spiritual. But when you think of a person, you think of the way he looks. Because being as if I'm physical and I see things physically. So therefore, what makes the strongest impression on me on somebody else is I recognize him by the way he looks. That's just the physical part of the person. That's not his mind, that's not his emotions, that's not his spiritual part, that's not his uh, neshama. Okay, but as a physical person, I don't relate to that. I'll give you an example. When I'm learning the safer of an Akron, who I've never seen, but I get to used to his style. So I can say, oh, that's a Rekiva Ega style question. That's a Ktsos kind of answer. That's a Reb Chaim's Chakir. I've never saw Reb Chaim, not a Ktsos Reb Chaim. I'm recognizing him by their minds, by the way they think, by the way they explain. Right? So, but by people, it doesn't look like that. You recognize them by the way you see them. Because the effect of the, when you see something physically, so that makes a certain identity with the thing much more than uh, intellectual, spiritual uh, connection with them. And it's only when you don't have the physical, then I can try and relate to them on a level of understanding them on a deeper, more spiritual level. And therefore, the problem with Hakshama is that when you're going to make a physical thing, then people fixate on that. That's what it is. When you don't have that option, so that forces people into the realm of thinking in the, in the abstract, in a spiritual level. And therefore, when it comes to Hashem, it's also to make any smuna, any symbol, any representation in any way of anything to do with Hashem, because it's just going to ruin the concept. It's going to make it look like something physical. And uh, just one last point on this idea. The reason Reb Chaim Vital writes in his Akdomit when he wrote the Svarim of, of the Arizal, he says the reason why it was, it was a zealously guarded secret Kabbalah, and it wasn't taught publicly even as part of Torah, so why was it so much a soid, something so hidden, something which wasn't uh, publicized like other halakhim of Torah? Reb Chaim Vital writes because of the danger of Hakshama. The danger of Hakshama. When a person starts trying to understand how Hashem works, he's going to put it into physical terminology. And if that's the case, he's going to ki'ilo in his mind, see Hashem as a person. And because that's the danger, we rather don't learn that Torah. And therefore, he says it's only for a person who's able to understand things on a completely conceptual level. Somebody who's on a certain level that he's able to understand concepts without trying to uh, clothe them in physical kind of representation, then try for him to work with the principles of Kabbalah. And therefore, it's the same thing over here. So says the Chacham, we're definitely not going to say in the same Dibur that Hashem said to Klai Yisrael that don't make a representation of any pestle, the Chaltzmunah, we're going to have attribute that to Hashem. And if that's the case, he says, within, even non, but not Hashem, there are other things we see as being non-physical. So, Hashem, who's above that, you're going to see him as being non-physical. What are the other things we see as being non-physical? The neshama of a person. The neshama of a person. So like we said, within a person there's a physical and a spiritual side. We're going to be moida that the spiritual side of a person is spiritual. It's not a physical thing. Right. The neshama has lots of points to one of them is Raya Venera. They will never dissect the person and find his neshama because we understand it's not something you can find physically. So we know it exists. And there's a chedek of a person which isn't physical. If that's the case, if that's the case, we're going to apply this to Kal V'choyim, then we have to relate to Hashem. It's not something which is going to be able to be understood physically. And 
it's not different from the fact that a person looks like a physical thing, but we understand what a person says is coming from his seichel, which is not physical. So, kol shekayim, b'ari akol yisbarach. Kavachayim akadish baruch himself, we're going to understand him as being non-physical. And therefore, comes the question, so how do we say that we saw Hashem speak, or we heard the debris, we saw the debris, what we saw last night was accurate. We're not explaining the switch of how something spiritual became something physical that we got here. We know that the result was there was something physical that we heard. The Dvar Hashem we heard. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is able to whatever he wants. Kasher Naimah, ki hu yisparach baris ha-luchos, v'kasa v'yisam k'sav chayrus. Just like we say, he created the luchos and karate, it's not different than saying, kasher baris ha-shamayim v'saretz. It's like v'chavim, v'mamari bovad. How Hashem create the world? It's also a physical thing. So the fact that Hashem, who's spiritual, can create physical things is not a problem. The whole Bria works like that. So why why the luchos any different? V'ratsi yisparach. Just like he wanted the world to be, he wanted the luchos to be. What was inscribed in the what he wanted to be inscribed in them? It's the same thing as saying Just like he, he split the sea and made it into walls. How does Hashem affect the physical thing, the ocean? Because Hashem can change physical things. Right. So therefore, his the first two points. Of the, of what the Chachmas said, the last two points of the will continue tomorrow. The first two points are number one, the fact that we don't give Hashem representation because that's going to make it seem to us, we'll see the physical, we won't understand. We have to relate to Hashem on the non physical level. And number two, there's no cash on what Hashem does because he can act with physical things, even if he's not physical himself. How he does that, that Hashem will we'll discuss in the next year tomorrow. Sure.